Well, most of you know Glenn, uh, and the Lord has been working in his life, and so I'm not going to say any more, but Glenn, you wanted to say a few words. I don't remember a time when I didn't believe who Jesus was. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about the day they were saved, a specific date, a specific happening. And I talked with Pastor about this, and I've been doing a lot of thinking. And a while back, I really screwed up. I almost lost my life with Wendy. I almost lost my family. And Pastor took us, he told us a place to go, and the guy's name was Peter. And the first thing Peter did was said, you can't fix your marriage until you fix yourself. So over the course of about the next two and a half years to start with, of renouncing and repenting, kicking out the demons and stuff, my life started to change. First thing we did was started tithing. And with that, the blessings just started flowing. And the more, they, the more we paid attention and the more we tried to live what we believed, the blessings just keep getting bigger. So with Peter, the renouncing and repenting took about two and a half years, another two and a half years of him being my mentor. Discipleship has led to this. I've made a decision that I want to follow Christ. I believe he is God incarnate, that he came, suffered for our sins, died and rose for us. Amen. And with that, piece of scripture that really hit me. I'm sorry about my voice. This is kind of huge. The apostles, disciples were in the room. Mike. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is right after this is right after they received the Holy Spirit in the upper room after Jesus ascended to heaven and they came outside and everybody heard them in their native tongue what a miracle and Peter's or, yeah Peter stepped forward and he starts off um, he says this is Acts 2 36 through 39 Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Then the pe when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other disciples, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive a gift from the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children mm -hmm. and for all who are far off. That's us. For all whom the Lord our God will call. Amen. That's it. Okay. <laughs> it was perfect. Lynn? Because of your decision to follow Christ, to make Him your Lord and Savior, you've given your life to Him. And now, you as my brother, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. Dead to the old life, alive to the new. Woo!
we pray for you. Lord, he just read a passage that said if he believes in you and is baptized, you would fill him with the Holy Spirit. Lord, just as he's been baptized in this water, I pray you'd baptize him with your spirit. Lord, that you would anoint him. Lord, you've appointed him. You've gifted him. You've chosen him to be, uh, I'm going to say, a minister of your glory and of your grace. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would help him to be the dad he needs to be. I pray you'd help him to be the father, the the husband, uh, the friend that he needs to be. And, God, that you would begin to do things through him that he's never uh, even thought about before. Lord, we give you the praise and the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we thank you for this year that you've given us, 2022. and. Lord, for many of us, all of us, it's been hard. And um, we thank you that you've been with us through the year. And I thank you personally, Lord, for the, the growth you've given me. And I pray that you would help me to be be there for my brothers and sisters here in this church. I pray that you would help us as we go into 2023 to be um, good servants and uh, ready for more hardness as Second Timothy <laughs> says that we would endure um, hardness as a good soldier of Christ and that we would look forward to meeting you in glory, Lord, and, and seeing your, your goodness in the land of the living here. And I pray that you would bless 2023 as only you can, Lord, and Pray that we would see your blessing in the midst of the hardness. Dear Lord, you have blessed us with a great nation, but we are slowly falling away from you. So Lord, as we enter 2023, I pray for a spiritual revival in our nation, in our world, that we would reevaluate ourselves and what we care about. Help us to follow you more and more. Help us to come back to you and to return to you, Lord. Father, I just thank you for the body of Christ. <clears throat> thank you, Lord, for each and every one who calls you Lord and Savior and Father. God, I pray that you would, um, this year, that you would awaken us from our sleep, that we would no longer um, sit by idly. And I don't mean to be um, warlike and active, but maybe we need to be. But Lord, make us to be um, awake and to see what's happening around us and make us to see it and to respond through your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray you would pour out your Holy Spirit on the church in America and in the world, like never before. Lord, um, as times get harder, we're going to have to rely on you more and more. Lord, speak to us. Help us to get ourselves in a position where we can hear your voice more clearly. Lord, uh, there's a lot of debate about that. I don't know at all, but I know that uh, if we can hear you, we get clear direction because you want us to know what you want us to do. So, Lord, I ask you, pour out your spirit on your church. God, on this body of believers, 
particularly. I pray, Lord, that you would touch this body of believers and that they would know uh, know you deeper and more fully this year. And not just to know you, but to do something with it, Lord. Help us all to walk in what you have called us to walk in and to be who you've called us to be and to do what you have called us to do, Lord. Help us to go out and make disciples. Help us to go out and share the gospel with our neighbors, with those down the street, with those at the gas station, wherever we go, Lord. Help us to be bold. Fill us with your spirit. Fill your church. Fill our hearts and minds with your spirit that we might be free to do the things you want us to do and need us to do. In Jesus' name. Father, I do come before you today, and Lord, I look at our world and our nation's situation. And God, I just ask that you would send a revival among us. Lord, you told us as your children in every circumstance to give thanks. And so, Lord, I'm asking you to help us to be grateful to you, to keep our eyes on you because you're on the throne, regardless of what any decisions are being made. Uh, contrary to your will, you're still on the throne. And so, Lord, we're asking you uh, personally to help us. Lord, I also, Lord, Glenn and Wendy, uh, Glenn shared about the healing of his family. I pray that this year there'd be healing of families yes, in our church and in this neighborhood. God, I pray that that would be uh, our goal this year is to bring healing to families. Lord, I thank you that you have the capacity, you have the power. When things look hopeless, you bring hope. And so, Lord, I'm thanking you right now for those who look at the future and only see bleakness, Lord, that you share with them right now, that you would bring light into their soul and hope for their future. And we give you the praise and the glory and the honor in Jesus' holy name. Lord Jesus, I just ask you right now, we're on a path that is not of your will. Lord, we're on our own path, and it is not a good one. I ask you, Lord God, to please turn us back to you. Burn this darkness away from us with your light. Lord, let there be a revival unlike any has ever been seen. Lord, put an end to this abortion, this critical race theory, this gender identity, all of it, Lord. Just put an end to it and turn us back to you. Lord, fill our hearts with your song. Help us to, to seek you. Lord, please give us your heart for the lost. Give us your heart for those suffering. Give us your heart for our friends and our neighbors and even those that we don't know. Lord, we are all your creation. We are all created in your image. Help us to see that in one another. And Lord, I ask for anointing on your church. Please help us to be one church with you as the head, as you've always intended. Lord, please help us and guide us in all that we say, all that we do, everything that we do, to bring you honor and glory. And we give you our faith. We give you our love. We give you praise and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. So, we're going to do something a little bit differently um, than normal. Uh, there was going to be a little sermon, but uh, you guys lucked out. You picked the right day. You chose wisely. But we're going to do something a little different. We're going to honor the youth today. Um, and this all began uh, last year. We went to an event in Antelope called Catalyst. 
oddly enough, it actually lives up to its name because it did spark several things. One of the things it sparked was um, the creation of a new youth group. And I know that you're all here and oddly enough, the youth group was, isn't just about food. There's actually other things involved in it. I know that's going to be a shock, so don't worry. Um, but we went to this event catalyst and let me tell you the Holy Spirit was just moving through that whole event. It was a youth event. And you could, he was so thick, like you could just about see him. And just people giving themselves to, to Christ. It was awesome. I have I have no words to explain it really. I can't do it justice because we really have a poor language. It'd be like me trying to explain a beautiful sunset to you. I, I could never do it. Um, I could say, yeah, it was purple and red and blue, but I got nothing. But anyways, so we started this, uh, we went to this January of last year, almost a year ago. And it has been great to see because I've been able to see the youth in it just grow and grow in their walk with the Lord and to really just mature in their walk. I got to see some amazing things happen. I got to see a lot of encouragement, a lot of brotherly and sisterly love. I got to see a lot of things. And I just thank you, God, for that. So we're going to have uh, some testimonies from some of the members and the youth. If I could get uh, Arson and Cody to come up here. Don't worry, you don't have to speak. But you do have to come up. Ed Josiah Dillon, if you'd come up, please. Hello. Yeah, that's on. Mine's pretty short, but um, I feel like over the last year, um, God's been helping me learn confidence and courage and kind of breaking out into the world as an adult. And I think I would kind of summarize the verse that I think the past year has been kind of God's work in, in my life and my personal growth would be... Um, in Second Timothy, I think it's one seven. Um, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I feel like that's what God's been leading me in growing the past year. And I pray that He continues that twenty twenty three. Well, um. I just know that in my time with this group, God has really helped me get a handle on many various sin strongholds that I have. Having this youth group here that I can be a part of and ask prayer requests for and be supported from has been really awesome for my spiritual walk. So I don't have much, but I am very thankful for this group.
skin. Okay, so part of this is um, we wanted to set up uh, different ranks and achievements for this group that the youth could go through and, and get. And with these uh, came endowments. And we called the group Crusaders. We modeled it after the Templar. The Templar, if you're not familiar with them, is a order of knights from the Middle Ages. Uh, their job was to protect pilgrims on their travels to the Holy Land. Um, that's a, a real brief nutshell because I don't want to put you to sleep. So, But they had a, uh, a motto that they'd lived by. It was called uh, Non Nobis Domine, Non Nobis Sed Nomine, Da Glorium which means not to us, Lord, not to us, but to thy name, let the glory be given. And that's basically how they lived. They'd forsake everything that they had. In this world, I can tell you from firsthand experience that it's the call of the world is very strong. And it's a lot more of a flashing lure than the call of God. Um, the devil promises a nice, easy path, but what he delivers is anything but that. God tells you you will go through hard times, but the end is far better than what you're going through. And so for these youth to be able to walk in faith and walk closer with God is quite an achievement. So we're going to give uh, Dylan, because he's done pretty good. I've got to watch him mature from just, um, I don't know how else to put it, kind of an average person to actually a leader. He's, doing, he's been doing really good. He leads in prayer. He leads others. He puts together our outreach events. He's helping people to, uh, he fellowships with them. He talks to them about their troubles. He prays for them, prays with them. He keeps his nose in scripture. He does pretty good. But today we're going to give Dylan his awards for all these. So the first rank that we have is, it's called the initiate. Now, again, this whole program was designed for, uh, Kids, kids ages 12 and up. So an initiate, if you think about it, an initiate is someone who just first comes to Christ. There's someone who has just heard about Jesus, but they really don't know anything else. Um, now, of course, Dylan is far removed from being an initiate. Um, but because he has demonstrated that we're going to give him his award because we haven't been able to give any awards before this. So um, the initiative, if you look at the qualities, is someone who has heard about Jesus and wants to grow in him, or they can have spent their childhood not knowing about him, but they want to begin, begin a loving relationship with him. Now, the gift that we've given for an initiate is a Bible. And you may say, well, why a Bible? Because the, the Bible is the word of God. The word of God is the foundation of our life. It should be. If it's not, please let me know. We, I'll talk to you about this. Um, 
It has to be our foundation. You know, if you think about it, Jesus, when he was arguing with the Pharisees, he'd always ask them one of two things. It would be, have you not read? Or he would say, it is written. You know, he's pointing them right back to Scripture. And of course, this is pointing back to the Old Testament Scripture. But that's, it's the foundation. And it's also um, basically your sword. You know, when Jesus is being tempted, he used it to defend against the devil's temptations. In current times, you could look at Billy Graham. And I'm pretty sure we all know who Billy Graham is. But one of the things that he did success, or one of the things that he did, which was awesome, was he never said, I say, or I think, he would always say, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says. You know, the Bible is your foundation. And oddly enough, I still have my Bible from when I was a little smaller. Tom calls it my Jehovah's Witness Bible, but it's well-worn and well-used. Um, so we'll see how this works. So Dylan, on completion of initiate, I'll give you this Bible. <laughs> so the next, the next rank as is the squire. So a squire in medieval times, they would train under a knight. Basically, it was a, a master and an apprentice. They would follow the knight along. They would help him armor for the battle. They would learn from him the codes of, of chivalry, how to fight. They'd learn strategy. They'd learn all those aspects. And here, it's kind of the same way. The squire is someone who is learning. You know, they're starting in their Bible. They're starting to learn how to live their life for God. They're starting to learn how to walk. And for this one, we've, we're giving, we've made the endowment a devotional. Because having the Word of God is, you know, in your hand is not enough. You need to read it and spend time with God. Let the Holy Spirit reveal the Word to you and its meaning. You could, for instance, read the Bible several times, but unless you have the understanding that goes with it, I mean... It means nothing. You know, when the angel of the Lord told Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, you could be like, okay, well, that's cool. But what does it mean for him to not be afraid to take Mary as his wife? That's part of that understanding that comes with it. But it comes through prayer. So, Dylan? There's your devotional. So the third rank is the knight. Ooh. So the knight is one who actually carries on the work. He's devoted to being a Christian. He knows what it means to carry the armor of faith, the sword of the Spirit. He tries to live his life as a Christian as best as he can, and Dylan definitely has been doing this very well. The knight was one in medieval times. He'd have his coat of arms on him. Everybody who looked at him knew exactly the, who it was. No question. For this, 
everyone knows who the knight is because, well, you're a child of God. You're a brother. So for this one, we gave, for the endowment, we decided to give a concordance to really delve into the word, to really understand things. And so, Dylan... If you get too tall, we'll put this on your head. It'll solve all problems. These are your concordance, sir. So the next rank, you can set those down. Actually, it would be better if you hold them. Just hold them there for like three hours. So the next rank is the Templar. The Templar... Um, like I gave a brief description, is these would work in groups and as individuals. The Templar here is someone who can go out on their own. Uh, they pray for others. They help others. They're basically really taking the initiative on their own to try to be, excuse me, a brother or sister in Christ. They're trying to live out that role. They're trying to love, you know, as Jesus had commanded. And it's just starting up into a leadership role. The one thing that the uh, the Templars were always known because they'd always wear armor with a big red cross on it. And they'd always have a, a sword or shield with them. If they had the shield, they'd have a big red cross. You had no question who a Templar was, you know, or who was a Templar. For us as Christians, you know, we have the armor of God that we've been given, that we have to put on daily. Because if you don't have that armor on, the enemy can really work into you. If you don't have the sword with you, you are, you're toast. You are the Christmas goose, goose um, really. So um, we don't have a full uh, chainmail shirt or plate armor. So hopefully this will do. Your armor, sir. So finally, the last rank that we have is called the Paladin. The Paladin is our highest rank that we have. To be a Paladin, you have to demonstrate leadership qualities on your own. You have to take initiative. You have to be able to lead others. A paladin isn't someone who just goes, you know, when are we doing the next outreach or when are we doing the next uh, church gathering? They're ones who say, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go get the lost. Let's bring them forth. Hey, we should get some people together. Let's pray. They come up with ideas and they lead other people. They listen to the Spirit and what the Spirit is revealing to them. So for this one, this is the biggest one. And since it's uh, the highest level, it's kind of a go big or go home. So for this one, it had to be something special. 
and we came up with this a while ago. For your sword, Dylan, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Engraved. So, because you can never have enough swords. So, Dylan, no novus domine, no novus ed nomine tu da glorium. Not for us, Lord, not for us, but to thy name let the glory be given. You've led, you've done really good in leading to this. So I ask you, Dylan, are you ready to continue to graduate? To give all glory to God. Yes. Very well. Dylan, I hereby award you the rank of paladin. Arise. <laughs> so Dylan has done exceptional. He was one of the founders of of our Crusaders group. He was one of the ones who has spent many, many long afternoons trying to pound out the different uh, ranks, requirements, rules, um, lots of emails and texts. I do mean lots. Um, but through it, he has persevered and shown patience. So thank you, Dylan. So now, <clears throat> being set that down if you want to. But um, I know you're trying to get out of it. There's no escape. Um, I would be doing a variable or a very terrible misjustice if I did not um, proceed with the following. Because you see, Dylan is not the only one who has put all this together. There is another one that we're here to honor. So, Josiah, step forth. So, as many of you know, if you've been here, Josiah, you get a scene, you, you've seen Josiah really grow in his walk with the Lord. You've seen him up here giving testimony. You've seen him helping out wherever he could help out. You've seen him talk about God. You've seen him quote scripture. You've seen him really start walking with the Lord really closely. So as with Dylan, Josiah, when I first got here, 
I know you were having some some issues. You weren't walking closely. But since this time, I've really seen you really latch on to him and really grow, grow close with him. So, again, the initiate is the first rank. And I've got to see Josiah make the choice for, for God. He had the choice to follow the world, but he chose to follow God instead. So, Josiah, congratulations on reaching the rank of initiate. So for this, for the uh, squire, again, like I said, Josiah is just really, really growing in the Lord. He's really been pursuing him. He's really tried to take that leadership role. When, during Crusaders, he really made it a point uh, when we were doing prayer groups to reach out and see who needed prayer and to actually pray for them. He showed that compassion and that love and that uh, genuineness. He has shown that he really wants to learn what it means to walk with the Lord. So, Josiah, for your rank, squire, I'll give you a devotion. So, for the rank of night, everybody knows that you love the Lord and that you really do are representative of him. You are usually always armored on, ready to go. You went out. You did the outreach for Easter, trying to reach the lost, to pray for them, to give them Bible, and you learned a lot from that. But that's really helped you in your growth to try and seek the lost. So, Josiah, for achieving the rank of night, I'll give you a companion. So for the the rank of uh, Templar, like I said, Josiah's actually this year's really transitioned into a leadership role. It is awesome. I don't know what the Lord did to him to that catalyst, but I give him full kudos for it. So I don't know if it was a backhand, a forehand, something. Bit of both. But it's been great to see you take that leadership role. And uh, see what you have done with this group and how you've helped it to grow and your input in every meeting and your input in helping to shape it and form it. So seeing you mature beyond just coming, but the, becoming something more, something greater than you were. For that, I give you your shirt, your armor, So Josiah also has achieved the rank of paladin. <laughs> so again, he's everything we do, he's always uh, taken on leadership. When we were out on our Easter outreach and he was we were going around praying for people and trying to give them a Bible and to talk Jesus to him, 
and try to get them to come to the Lord, um, Josiah was right there. He really didn't shirk away from it. He wasn't first, but he grew into it. By the end of the day, he was he was approaching people to try to talk to want to talk to them. He took that initiative. And he's like I said before, as you guys have heard his testimonies up here, that's the best I can give. I can't give anything more than that. So Josiah, for your rank of paladin, if you are in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. <laughs> At least I practiced my aim. <laughs> so Josiah, as I said, as I asked Dylan, no nobis domine, no nobis sed nomine, gloriam. Not for our glory, not for our glory, Lord, but to your glory, let it be. Are you willing to do this? Very well. And Josiah, I hereby promote you. No, go again. Good job. Proud of you. <laughs> Not my fault. It's registered. It's registered. Someone once told me a long time ago that the greatest thing that a teacher could ever hope for is to be surpassed by their students. Seeing these two and all the others. I'm seeing that, and it's great. It's awesome. I think of another thing that was told me, and I, I've told it to you guys before. You know, um, it's just great to see you guys grow as you have. Actually, that's to all of you. Those I know really well, and those I don't know as well. But it's great to see you grow. You know, you have an obligation to do as we have done and teach the generations that will follow you. To walk with the Lord. And when your times come, as ours has, step aside and let them grow in their own, in their own faith with the Lord. If you do not waver, you do not falter, but stay strong in the faith. And I look forward to the day I get to see you beyond the veil. I'll wait for you. And Josiah, I'm sorry. I really am sorry to see you go. But I know this is for God's betterment. 
this life is transitory. It's but of the moment. For us, it may seem like a long time, but it really is just a blink of an eye. I think that's also one of the reasons why God gave us somewhere to go afterwards. So for today, we've got a potluck. Say goodbye, Tom and Renee and Josiah. And I'm happy if you all would join us there. And Tom, I already saw your fingerprints in the cake. I knew I should have put the mouse traps out. So, thank you everybody for coming here today. Thank you. You guys, thank you. Would you guys would like to bless uh, food and pray us out? <clears throat> Dear Lord, we thank you for the food that has been prepared. We pray that you would bless it and we pray a blessing on Tom and Renee and Josiah as they head east and please give them safe travels, Lord, and prepare the road ahead of them and bless them, Lord. Please bless this um, these last few hours that we'll have with them and we hope to see them again soon. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.